we go to our embedded green and gold football reporter, Mike Clemens, joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Mike, uh, just a couple of moments ago, Bob Harlan's son, Brian Harlan, the agent for head coach Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, saying his client will not be taking any interviews for head coaching openings. So they're closing the door. I mean, that's what Pat said. He's the alum there, and the, you know, being in Northwestern right now is his dream job and, and all that. So that's interesting. That's interesting. But, you know, that's, at least he's decisive about it. I just want to say roll tide, you guys, by the way. That. <laughs> God, that was funny. It still has to be one of, I think, uh, the greatest things ever when you hear Paul Feinbaum's show have one of these. Okay. Roll down tide. Oh, that's just the best. So, Sparky, Gary, last night, I learned something really interesting. Because 10 days ago, if you'd been in the press box at Lambeau Field and talking to media guys who have been covering this team for 25, 30 years and said, Josh McDaniels, they all, all of them, 9 out of 10 would said, no, that guy's a nut, man. You know, the, what he did to the Colts? Bob Lamont, the, the agent to the coaches, including Mike McCarthy, dropped him as a client. When he said, I got you this Colts job, and in 24 hours you changed your mind, I'm done with you. Or when he was the head coach of the Broncos, and the NFL fined him 50 grand because when they had the Broncos and the 49ers over in London, he had the video guy from the Broncos tape the 49ers run through practice, and they caught him doing that, the Spygate kind of stuff. That doesn't sound like a like a Green Bay Packers candidate. And yet, do you remember three years ago, Brian Gutekinds and Elliot Wolf, remember they were going out and interviewing, doing job interviews? Rudy got really close to getting that 49ers job. And if it hadn't been for the York family going in the direction of John Lynch, who picked up Kyle Shanahan, Gutekinds had to talk to the 49ers and say, all right, if we brought you in, who do you think you'd see as a staff to bring in? And the guy he did the most studying on was Josh McDaniels. So these guys have already had that connection from three years ago. That's why McDaniels is really kind of the first hot candidate that Goodikinson and Murphy are going to talk to on Saturday. Don't you think, to me, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Josh McDaniels. I, I think he's – you have to interview him, but I just don't like all the stuff that's coming with Josh McDaniels. My, my choice would be Mike. And it seems like they got a couple of interviews lined up. Is it, is it Dan Campbell down there with the Saints and also with the other guy? I forget the other guy's name. Pete Carmichael? Pete Carmichael. Yep. Campbell yeah. and Carmichael. To, to me, in a perfect world, if Campbell the head coach, Carmichael the offensive coordinator, and Joe Lombardi as the quarterback's coach. What's, what's in favor of Josh McDaniels is that he comes into this thing saying, all right, look, and there's nobody smarter on the football field than Tom Brady. Peyton Manning before, uh, Aaron Rodgers today, et cetera. So the head coach, the offensive coordinator, they got to come in and say, Aaron, here's something you haven't considered. Here's two or three things you've actually missed in your film study that you need to correct or that we can do that, that will be in your, in your you know, strong suit and you can succeed at. If you're going to have to impress that guy. So Josh has done that with Tom Brady, obviously even though they have fought. You've seen those on the sidelines. Uh, and that's why I think that they're, they're, they're strong on Josh McDaniels for Green Bay. Dan Campbell, former tight end, big dude, and in shape. Looks like he can still play. Played for the Cowboys, six foot five, assistant coach. And he, even when he was a player, even him and Jason Witten were kind of going back and forth for the command of the locker room. He's just got that aura about him, and that kind of stuff 
you know, gets around the league when those guys are standing there talking in the pregame and, and, and comparing notes. And this uh, Carmichael guy, he's, um, he's actually the longest tenured offensive coordinator in the NFL right now, 2009, helping out Sean Payton. Uh, of course, Payton is the play caller. I don't know if that necessarily means the Green Bay Packers have to hire a head coach play caller, right? Because you know, I was talking to Chuck and Winkler. They say, why, why would they talk to Mike Munchak? I said, you know what? If he gets one of these hot assistants to be his offensive coordinator, you just knew a fre- need a fresh voice and an administrator to run the team. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, listen, I I don't want Mike Munchak. He's a retread. I mean, there's a lot of these guys you can just cross off, and, and we could be cute about it and go, oh, give everybody a chance. No, there are some of these guys <laughs> I don't want. I don't I don't want Chuck Pagano. I don't want Caldwell. I don't want Munchak. We can go through the list of guys that I don't want. Now, Gary's idea that he had, what he threw out there as far as stealing the, stealing the Saints coaching staff, yeah, fine, I'm down with that. Campbell reminds me a lot of... Uh, John Dorsey and how he goes about his business and, and how he goes about things. I don't wouldn't want John Dorsey to be my head coach. I think he's good as a general manager. I'm not so sure I buy into it being a long-term thing as a head coach. So that's where I'm a little scared off about Dan Campbell and how he goes about his business, but I will to give him a chance if, if that's the case. Tony Dungy tweeted out something uh, a couple hours ago. Per Rick Goslin, we all know Rick Goslin, uh, a great writer, legendary writer from Dallas. He does the special teams report every year out of Dallas. Right. Uh, Rick Oslin, uh says teams this year won 49% of the time when they had a 300-yard passer. They won 77% of the time when they had a 100-yard rusher. Do you think owners who are looking for new coaches know that? I doubt it, said Tony Dungy in a tweet earlier today. Do you think running the football more is something that this front office may be looking to do? Working for John Harbaugh right now. Saved his job having a ground game and a quarterback who runs it 20 times a game as well. Sure. I think that's part of it and toughness uh, and a different approach that way. I, I love that report that you had earlier this hour about Aaron Rodgers sacked 55 times and he's holding on to the ball way too long, 45 times of that. We knew that we just now got that uh, confirmed from Fennel. But the fact of the, this was what I couldn't believe in that Lions game. When Deshaun Kaiser came in there, I thought, okay, because he had a couple of decent-looking drives before he threw the pick against the Bears. So it's like maybe we'll actually see the actual offense now, not the Aaron Rodgers scramble and extend the play every t- chance you get. And yet, Kaiser, they never gave him anything to get him in rhythm. Every All of his attempts are 25, 35 yards downfield, and the guy is cold. And even though he got more practices in this year than any backup quarterback in the history of the Green Bay Packers in 25 years with Aaron Rodgers in the knee, he was out of sync with all those receivers. They never got him in a short passing game to get things going, like they used to with Matt Flynn back in the day. So, and Aaron Rodgers, who said, "Oh, that was the, that was our, uh, you know, our, one of our templates of this year, going all the way back to the spring. Where we're going to try and get the ball downfield more often. Well, maybe that's a Joe Philbin, Mike McCarthy thing, and they're going to be gone. So, uh, sure, more balance running tactic. They're going to have to beef up the offensive line. Um, I think it's going to be a clean house situation i think james Campen has been lauded by you know our david bakhtiari is the best offensive line coach i doubt if he can survive this thing we'll see but i the one key point i want to talk about right here is just that you know it's funny i thought these guys had one or two tricks more tricks up their sleeve right now and right now it doesn't seem that the packers do that that it's it's a you know, it's a land rush right now. And it, some guy that's going to, they're going to sit in front of, 
is going to blow them away with the interview, and they think that that might be the next fit. I'm not so sure that you know they had this thing uh, as definite as they did. They just knew that how stale it was in Green Bay, and that's why they made the move on McCarthy. And and too, Mike, I think almost the market kind of works in their favor in that sense of there really isn't the number one, two guys that every team is looking for as as the hot newest guy. Maybe that works in their favor too. Like you said, they have the opportunity to sit back and, and really interview all the best candidates. Right, and you know, and and they're also, uh, I think they're the best job out of the eight that they're open there. You know, Cleveland. You can argue that Cleveland would be a pretty good job working for John as well, and that defense too. You know, and maybe, geez, maybe the Browns have actually got a brighter prospect for the next two seasons with uh, the way they've beefed up their roster than some of the question marks that Goodikins has got to have when he gets back home to Green Bay and tries to rebuild the roster there. So, um, you know, Matt LaFleur. There's a guy who, you know, I think he's he's of that age, that energy, 39, mm-hmm. his experience and everything. Again, though, here's a guy who's been helping out other coaches and putting together offensive game plans. Not a lot of experience on game day calling plays, uh, but if you you know if you're going to hire one of those guys, you think they're going to be the the uh, offensive play caller, head coach, that kind of thing, just like Sean McVay and the rest of these guys. Mike, appreciate it, man, as always, and uh, we'll be listening 6 o'clock tonight. Bill Michaels Huddle, appreciate you, Mike. Thank you, Big Show. There's Mike Clemens joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Start your renovation journey with a simple and convenient pre-approval from Great Midwest Bank, dedicated to providing, providing perfectly personalized home loans. It was right here in our community since 1935.